Greetings. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. Yeah. I'm Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Hello. Hi. This episode, we are uh, joined by, she, she's a comedy writer, an author, a an actor, a very funny lady, Laura Wilcox. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Who are you? Here we go again. Here we go. We, we started the show... About a minute ago, yep. and then <laughs> I realized I wasn't recording, <laughs> and you'll never, get, and you'll never get to hear it. You'll never get to hear it. No. <laughs> Although what we just did was pretty identical. Yeah. I'll be honest. It's close. Yeah, I mean, it was almost like almost scary. Exactly. Yeah, like oh, good. Yeah. great job, everyone. Last great time job. I made a joke about a nap, but you, it's now it's just our inside joke. It's right. Yeah. It's an inside joke about it's an inside it. joke now about nap. You guys wouldn't. You guys wouldn't get it. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't like it. No, you had to be there. Yeah, you had to yeah. be there. Sorry, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Are we taping? Oh, I was napping. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel Laura. Every time we come to tape, I feel like every episode, I'm like, I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm so tired, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's exhausting. It I. Is. I have three kids, and oh, uh, yeah. you can hear them in the background screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I have three kids. They're all boys, eight, seven, and three. I have uh, three. I have three kids. They are eight, <laughs> and then two of them are six. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm do you? Three. Four and a half month old, and I am like, that's an, that's good. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough. No, we like, do want to have good. another, but I'm like, the thought makes yeah. me physically ill at the moment thinking about adding to this yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a while i yeah. think there's a biological yeah. thing that I happens that's yeah. like yeah, yeah i need a you minute need to take yeah. a minute yeah, yeah i think for me it was like right up to year two like at this two-year birthdays when i was like all of a sudden i was like oh wait yeah maybe maybe because they're not a baby anymore and you're like mm-hmm. I want a baby you do that again <laughs> we did that and then you get the baby and you're, you're like oh old. no <laughs> <laughs> newborns suck <laughs> <laughs> They suck. Yeah, they're hard. <laughs> Four and a half. Now, did she change? Because Wesley uh, was—we have some serious fighting. There's in some the yelling. There's like some. What are they? What are they saying? Can you hear them? I don't know. Probably it's one like, of your daughters. A You're a dummy. dummy oh, nice, dummy Dad. Um, <laughs> Odie, oh, they're... Odie calls people stupid all the time. <gasps> oh my God, Amanda, you'll be so excited. Um, Odie, my three and a half year old. Has been saying "oh shit" all the time. <laughs> he says it like really casually in conversation. He's like, "Oh Please shit, I forgot my water." Please get a recording for me. <laughs> oh shit! And he says it. It's so casual, and he's all like, he's he's like an old pro at saying "oh it shit." You're like, oh shit, you just say oh shit. Like, <laughs> he's such a pro at it. I yeah. think he, he says it all the time and people don't even notice. Yeah. Because it's You're so like, like did that three? Yeah. Did he? <laughs> no, I must have imagined it. Uh, that's oh, awesome. Honestly, yeah. that's really cute. <laughs> I love it when kids curse. I know. It's so oh, great. It's so you so come to my house, yeah, it happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's the best. When I hear the kid curses, I'm just like, okay, it's funny. <laughs> it's like such bad news bears, too. Like just yeah. like my other kids didn't swear until they were much older. Yeah, <laughs> like like first grade. Then they were like, "Oh, I heard the f word." You know, like yeah. I told that story about like my my oldest was like, "I I know what the f word is," and I was like, "Ooh, what is it?" And he goes, 
fricking. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Ooh, like, don't say uh-huh. that again. Mm-hmm, that is. I, w- I was like, don't say that. Um, <laughs> Benny said it yesterday. The F word? Yeah, she said, but she said it to get attention because she said it, got in trouble with me. Yeah. And Kaden came back and she wanted attention. So, because Emmeline was getting it, it was a similar night as you're hearing right now uh-huh. in the back. So, Emmeline was getting the attention. So, out of nowhere, Benny just was like, fuck. Because <gasps> that stopped the room and everybody yeah. was like, and he was like, what are you saying? She said, I said, fuck. Wow. She pulled out that ace in the hole. She was like, here it is. She was now like, you okay. got to look at me. I just learned something. Yeah. She <laughs> I know how to get the attention. Yeah. Just hold out. Oh, so, God. then we threatened, if you say it again, you lose your JoJo jacket. Oh, her JoJo jacket. You don't oh. say. There's this little girl named JoJo. JoJo Siwa, right? Yeah, I don't. Yes. What's her deal? What she like is made happening? In, she seems like she was made in a factory. I think she Because she's not good. I think she's like a robot. Yeah, she seems like What weird. are you robotic. talking she, about? She's like an Australian child, I want to say, singer. Pop, like. Pop I have done no. everything to avoid her. And she Target. Really, really. I've yeah. succeeded, I guess, because I don't know. What the she point. sells these understand. giant bows. Giant yeah. bows that go in girls' hair. Jojo bows. She's a human. Yeah, yeah she's okay. a little girl. It's debatable. Yeah, she's just. I'm very. I. I'm very. I've just seen her on like the Thanksgiving Day parade or yes. something, and I was like, "Did this oh. girl win a contest? Like, why are they letting this terrible <laughs> kid perform?" Yeah. And then she's apparently like a big sensation. She's a huge sensation. Yeah. The other day, I walked in. Out of nowhere, the girls just know who she is. Of and course. I was like, oh, no. How does this? How did this yeah. happen? How did JoJo get into my house? Like, I don't yeah. know how they know. But I walked in, and oh, they were sitting on their beanbag chairs. Yes. Where? What? The girls were sitting on their beanbag chairs, legs crossed, like, chilling out like the teenagers that they are, oh listening God. to JoJo Siwa. I don't yeah. even know. Siwa? Siwa? I don't know. They say the name, Siwa. and I'm always like, huh? I don't... Are you... What? So, um... They were listening to her music, like singing along. Like, oh wow, yeah. I, I don't th- know what she's saying. It was like magic, M A G I C. That's not what it is. But and they were just like, mm-hmm. get out, mom. We're listening to JoJo. And I was just like, this is bad. Mm. So when we went to Target, they have a JoJo section with bows and sequin jackets. Oh, oh wow, and bright colors. It's a lot. Wow. Do you remember Lazy Town? The scary television show. Oh, Lazy no. Town. So there was a show on Sprout. Which is maybe a net, maybe it's a Northeast network, like PBS. Maybe it was only a Florida thing. Yeah, Sprout. Yeah. It's like, like a supermarket. Kids. No, it's a kids. It's getting real. Yeah, I think yeah. we can hear it. I think it's picking up on the audio yeah. finally. Yeah, That's it's Benny. bedtime. It's, it's Benny. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I was gonna say, Odie also said, fucking. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh shit! Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, what? Odie, <laughs> I love him. Um, it's Ari's been playing it fast and loose. Oh. <laughs> I think oh shit might be me. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Oh shit! Oh shit! It is you. Yeah, I think I've heard you say it. We many could have times. him in the car, and he's like. Probably right by. And he's like, "That's a thing we say." (gasps) Oh shit! I'll (laughs) use it in a sentence. Uh (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! Please record it. It's like the new R. I'll try my best. I mean, how? I don't know how. I mean, I guess I'll just wait. Yeah, just just keep it going forever. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, Um, I didn't really know who Lizzo was until today. What? And she's amazing. Yeah. 
she is amazing. I love she's, her. She's like the JoJo for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not, she's nothing like JoJo. I'm so sorry. She's in uh, like she's a female identifying person who makes their living through singing, and that is all they have in common. <laughs> and they both sell giant bows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They also have both have a bow section at Target. Yeah. They are otherwise have absolutely nothing in common. Like, I probably have more in common with JoJo than, yeah, than Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is yeah. one, of, one of the tough things about motherhood because I, you know, being a, a young adult in New York City, I always knew what was happening yeah. and I, I felt like I was always on the, the tip, uh, you know, like yeah. the first wave of every trend. Yeah. And, you know, since having kids, I just, I don't know and I don't care yeah. anymore, which is sad. See, I wasn't cool or I didn't know anything before, so I, st- and I just still don't. But I, like, I know, <laughs> I know, because like, I've Sorry heard of snorting. Lizzo. I've heard of Joe Josiwa. What is, where does that leave me? <laughs> what am I if I know about both these things, but not I don't know either well. Like, yeah. I'm just not cool. I'm not good with like discovering new music anyway. I feel like I thing. I may have overstated my own coolness. Yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean I was a comedy nerd. Yeah. I had to know things so yeah. I could do sketch right, comedy exactly. about it. Yeah, that's about it. So you could like reference it in an improv scene. But yeah. also yeah. when you're younger, like you know, you listen to music because you identify with it. Right. You're like trying to figure out who you are and the music is what speaks to you. So you soak it up through osmosis. Your life. Yeah. And then you're you always have, at a bar hearing yeah, music. Like, this and, is the song, our song. And then you grow up and you're like, I don't need music anymore because there's no reason to dance i'm not allowed <laughs> to listen to my own music anymore <laughs> life life's cruel story shows itself to you and you're like what's the point it's just a big old Joni mitchell song <laughs> life is just a big Joni mitchell song. <laughs> i'm in a sad place today guys oh <laughs> can i let me tell you let me tell you what's been going on with me let's hear it because there's so many details i want to go first so i don't forget any get details it. let's get it all right it's been a little epic yesterday was kind of epic all right. So uh, she's like, you ready? You ready? I'm ready. OK, so first of all, uh, I've been using uh, Latisse for a few days and uh, uh, I see those lashes. Oh, thank you. Well, th- I mean, I don't think you're going to see any difference yet because it's only been a few days. Oh, no, we see it. No, oh, thank you. Working. Thank you. Uh, because Amy Albert Cobb uh, told me to use it and I and so I will. Um, so anyway, I've been using it, but then I wake up in the morning and I have like very itchy hands and like itch. So I've been like oh, breaking out. I might be allergic. Oh, no. I'm really hoping. I'm just going to keep using it and hope that it's just, something else. Yeah. Just or maybe my eat. body will just get used to being allergic to Latisse. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> no. What? No, Joe, what? it's not that important. What? Eyelashes are not that important. <laughs> you have fake ones if no, you really you need them. To write it out, do you it. Write. <laughs> you have to do it. So anyway, I wake up and my hands are all itchy and I'm like, what the fuck? And um, uh, so there have also been workmen uh, in our house uh, for a few days because um, <laughs> That's what your termites, termites ate right. through you all can. of our floors on the second um, oh. on the second story of our, our place. Oh and our landlord, God. no matter what, will not send someone to treat it. Um, I, I independently had someone come and check it out and they're like, yeah, you need to like, we need to like tent your house and we need to like fumigate your house for 
termites, uh, it'll be $2,800. And I was like, honestly, I thought it would be more. My landlord will not. uh, I honestly (laughs) thought that it would cost more to tent a whole house. Really? Yeah. So, well, I I haven't even told him because I know he won't pay that. (laughs) So here's the thing. Instead of fumigating the house, he just put laminate wood floors over the floors that the termites had eaten. Oh that, no, that's safe. Yeah, that'll yeah. that'll do. That'll yeah, that's yeah. like structurally sound, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So that's what. So so anyway, so there have been workmen in our house uh, putting f- laminate wood over oh. our wood floors. What? Like he's not he's not going to do anything about it. Nope. Okay, <laughs> I think like this might be it, Betsy. Yeah. This might be the straw. You need to move. <laughs> I mean, I think if well, there's an earthquake, you're done, Betsy. <sighs> I mean, I need you to survive. <laughs> you are my person to go to when it all goes down. If there's an earthquake and uh, there's like a <laughs> rift in our house, it'll just like termites will just pour out. <laughs> You know, it'll be like uh, the scarabs in the mummy or something. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I right? No. No. I mean, I don't know. Get out of that house. <laughs> Look, we're former New Yorkers. We'll put up with so yeah, much. Yeah. It's ridiculous because it's like, oh, it's a good location. We have a yard. We have lots of space. We have lots of bathrooms. I know. I like your house. And but now I'm never coming to visit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Well, you don't have to worry. They're all covered up with a laminate flooring. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, so they did that, and then also there were all these uh, <laughs> there were all these uh, cracks in the wall from the house settling because there had been a pipe that had burst, and so the whole house like <laughs> settled all fucking weird. And he he hasn't fixed that either. Don't worry. So anyway, so they painted some cracks in the walls, and then he has they haven't like painted like more paint they just sort of painted over the cracks um so it's like old dirty paint and then new swaths of paint um and then then yesterday they uh took out all of the tiles from the kitchen floor okay so they're like you know you're hearing all this like racket and like saws and stuff and i'm you know, trying to get my kid to nap with me on the bed. And it's just like, (laughs) you know, so anyway, so, so I'm like hiding from that. I go downstairs, uh, and, um, my whole downstairs was like covered in, uh, like dust from this, from this, like, it was like construction dust yeah, and it was on everything. It was on everything, it reminded me. Of, I was a they little. They didn't cover your stuff with plastic. Mm-mm. So it was on everything. I was like, "Great, that's what I, I have time for." Like, I like, I like this. I like that this. Ha- I wanted this to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I needed yeah. an excuse yeah. to do very extensive, meticulous dusting. Yeah, all over my house. So yeah, um, oh. yeah, and I had like laundry. It was just. It was a mess. It was a nightmare. Oh, no. Um, and then I was like, well, of course. Oh, and so I had to take Odie out for lunch. I we couldn't eat there. No. Um, and that's an expense that, like, I would rather skip. And then I had to pick up the the older two. And it was a Monday. So mon- the thing about Mondays is that my husband, at least this week, uh, he, he worked. He taught three classes in a row. So he left at 1030 
uh, in the morning and he will come back at 1030 at night um, because he just taught and taught and taught, which also means he's going to come home like tired, exhausted and mm-hmm. like, you know, so I don't want to be like, hey, load the dishwasher, you know, because right. I'm tired. Um, so anyway, so everything's covered in dust. I go, I, I take Odie to go, uh, oh, right, I like, woke him up from a nap uh, on my bed. Um, he had pissed uh, all over my bed. <laughs> I had to strip the bed all the way down to, like, the mattress encasement, like, the zippered mattress encasement. Um, and then, um, and so he's all mad at me because I'm like, we got to go, we got to go get your brothers. Um, and so he's crying and he's angry and he wants a drink and I'm like, we got to go or we're going to be late because I have until 6 PM to get our kids from camp, but they want to be picked up much earlier. Obviously. Oh, they do. Yeah. They want me to come at like three thirty, four thirty. you Good. know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm like, I, you can be there till six. So. I might leave you there till six. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, I get Odie in the car. He's crying. He's upset at me. On the way to camp, I get a call from camp. And it's uh, camp telling me that, well, first of all, I get a call from Rex from camp. And he's like, you're late picking me up. And I was like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I have until six. And he's like, you're late picking me up. Come get me. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm working, I'm leaving soon. And he's like, leave now. And I'm like, I can't leave now. I'm, I'm going to, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm leaving soon. And he's like, he was like yelling at me to come and get him. <laughs> okay. So then on the way there, I get another phone call from him and he's like are you in the car are you coming um and he's like being weird and then uh and then one of the like camp director counselor people gets on the phone he's like we've had a real rough day with rex today and so apparently rex was like pissed about something this is my eight-year-old and he like um went outside like he like everyone was in the gym doing stuff and he was just like, fuck this noise. I'm leaving because <laughs> he wanted to be picked up and he didn't want to be there anymore. And he just like went outside and then he hid oh. from the counselor. <laughs> this counselor who's supposed to be watching this gym full of kids is now outside looking for my eight year old who's hiding from him. Uh, <laughs> so that wasn't cool. Uh, so I'm like, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm, I'm on my way. So I get there. Odie's pissed. The the older two are pissed. The counselors are pissed. Everyone's, Everyone's pissed. angry. And I'm like, also, like, I need to feed these people. I don't know how I'm going to make that happen. My house, it looks like, I mean, okay, I'm not comparing my home situation to 9-11. But <laughs> after that is ni- the visual I had in my head, I'm not going to lie. That's just really? what I was picturing. Yeah. After 9-11. my reference for white dust-covered things. Yes. I Sam Regal posted work, all these pictures yeah. Yeah. of his house yeah. after 9-11 because yeah. they lived right next to World Trade Center and yeah. everything was covered. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's, that's what I was picturing. Yeah. So I'm I don't know. The East Coast, so maybe that's yeah. a thing. I don't know. I mean, maybe I was just triggered, but that's <laughs> yes, yes, that's yes. what I felt like. So I was like, "This is a nine eleven in my kitchen." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. the same. It's 
the same. It's the same. Me getting new floors no. in my <laughs> in my kitchen is like a nine eleven uh, for me. Oh okay. my. <laughs> ridiculous! I'm so sorry. We talk about nine eleven all the time. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we do. we do. We do. We talk about it all the time. Okay, so I pick up the fucking kids, and I'm like, uh, "Oh, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take the oh." So so I talk to the counselor. He's in trouble. Yada yada. So I'm like, I need to take them out to dinner. Maybe I can take them somewhere near Ari and he can come meet us just to like, cause they want to see him and I know he wants to see them. And also I could use just like a moment to connect with him and not these like angry children (laughs) who are yelling at me uh, and blaming me for everything. So, uh, so I am like, Ari, come meet us at El Pollo Loco, which is like Mm -hmm. a chicken restaurant. That's I guess Mexican themes. It's great. The crazy chicken. It's a crazy, crazy chicken. It's crazy chicken. The craziest chicken. So I'm like, Hey, come to El Pollo Loco. It's right next door to UCB where you're teaching and working and we can meet for dinner. And he's like, okay, um, I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. And then I get this text. And he's like, that's not an El Pollo Loco. That's an a El Pollo Campanino or something. And I was like, no, it's, not i thought it okay well anyway so i pull up to the restaurant and i'm like it is a el pollo loco this is ridiculous so he had this gone is to, crazy he, <laughs> this is the craziest chicken so he had gone to a totally different restaurant oh. he's like um and so i was like fucking hey uh uh so i'm like it is a pollo loco where are you uh. and he's like i'm coming i'm coming so I bring the kids into the restaurant and Rex is so mad and he's like, why can't we go to Panda Express? It's right here. And I'm like, because you got in trouble and I'm not taking you to Panda Express because you got in trouble at camp. Like, I'm not going to reward you for taking you to your favorite restaurant when you got in trouble at camp. Um, So we go. And so anyway, I was like, oh, Ari, do they have anything that, you know, at El Pollo Loco that the kids will eat? And he's like, oh, yeah, they've got fried chicken and and uh, chicken nuggets. And I was like, great. So we go into the place, El Pollo Loco, um, <laughs> our sponsor this week. And, uh, and I'm looking at the menu and it's like nothing they will eat. And I'm so pissed because I want to eat there yeah. and there's nothing that they will eat. And they're, they're angry right. at me and they're looking at the menu and they're like, we don't like any of this. There's <laughs> nothing we can eat. Why are we a Panda Express? And they're like, and then uh, they start fist fighting each other. <laughs> and then one of them has to pee. Um, so we all have to go to the fucking bathroom and then we come back out and they're still fist fighting. And then at some point, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, and I keep texting Ari and he's not, and he's like, I'm on my way. And, and so eventually we just go outside and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, let's just get in the fucking car. Let's just all get in the car. I was imagining you standing in the like the line, but not quite at the like register. That's exactly like, right. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You're like, oh, the guy's you just like, can order. I help you? Yeah, for real. I was like in line with three children who were fist fighting and kicking and screaming and yelling at me and yeah it was a nightmare and i'm trying to look at the menu trying to like pay attention to them and like scan whether there's anything they'll eat and you know because i really uh i really want a a salad in a taco bowl um you went outside so i took them all outside i I feel like one of them oh yeah that was the other thing 
the bathroom was locked. That's right. So I took them outside so that one of them could just pee on the side of El Pollo. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are so classy. We pee outside of everywhere. It's the worst. I'm I'm garbage. <laughs> If I had girls, I'd be so, I'd be screwed because my kids piss everywhere. I mean, like dogs. that is a luxury. It That's is. That's something I didn't think about. I just have a daughter. I'm constantly like, I, mean, I guess piss she on pi- the street. I guess she pisses wherever she wants Pee right now. These. But yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's a non-issue. But you know, yeah. So we go outside. He's peeing, and then we get in the car, and then, <laughs> um, and then I just sit in the. I think I just sat in the car, and like everyone was yelling at me, and I just ignored them. And uh, and then Ari showed up, thank God. And I think I just uh, sat there and just didn't talk to anyone for a few minutes. And Ari just said hello to them. And then he had to go back to work. <laughs> so then we went home. And I think that was most of it. But yeah, it was just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Wait, did they get any? Did yeah, anybody did get they dinner? Eat? <gasps> oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. <laughs> So like then I blacked then, out. No, so they had yep. all the <laughs> yeah. So I dropped Ari back off at work, and then I went to that El Pollo Campanero, wherever he was, that had the chicken nuggets and the fucking fried chicken. We went there, and it was super expensive, even though it was like a a chicken fast food restaurant. And uh, so I ordered them food, and then of course they're fighting. They're like fist fighting while I'm trying to order. Um, I swear to God, my three and a half year old peed yesterday like 50 times. I don't know what the fuck was happening, but he maybe because we kept going to restaurants and they would give him like a big drink. Yeah. And um, and so I would let him have like a fucking he's like, Hawaiian punch. Yeah. So he's like, like 32 ounces of Hawaiian punch. So he had to pee constantly. And. So we were at this restaurant last night and there there was like this long hallway and then uh, at the end of the, so the bathrooms were at the very end of the hallway and then there was an exit door. So my older kids kept wanting to go to the bathroom, but I was really freaked out that some man was going to abduct them in the bathroom and then take them out through that back door. And then, yeah. and then I'd that's be like, a, oh, that's an abduction door. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's totally, just why it's, there. That's yeah. why, it's not an emergency <laughs> exit. Nope. It's just an abduction door. It's yep. for yeah. people who want to murder your kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so they went to the bathroom a zillion times. Um, and, uh, <sighs> And it was a. It was just a day. It, it was, was just a, a real. It sounds like a day and a broken, half. I'd say day. a real day. Yeah. Yeah. It was about ten days <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever mm. find out why Rex got so mad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just like how he is now. He's just yeah. mad all the time. Oh, I don't I, know. I love that he was like, you know what? what? I'm out. I'm going to see what happens if I just leave. Yeah. They, you know, honestly, I don't think these people have it in them. I don't want to be here. I don't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> the counselors were like, um, he said that we're not his parents. And so we're not the boss of him. And so we, he can't, he doesn't have to listen to what we say. And I was like, oh my God, Rex. And then I also, as an aside to one of the counselors, I was like, yeah, um, he's also very disrespectful to me. And he also doesn't think that I'm the boss of him or thinks that he has to do what I tell him to do either so there's that <laughs> so Were you yeah. like validation this is what it i was. feel like all the time <laughs> it was validation to be like yes it 
isn't nice when he <laughs> is disagreeable and disrespectful. Awesome. They're like, you know, he didn't listen to us and he said that I'm not you, so I can't listen. You're like, hold on. I don't think you quite understand. Yeah. He never listens to me. Well, and can a- we talk about this for a minute? <laughs> like, he's a liar. <laughs> he is like, yeah, he's in such denial about how I am the boss of him. Yeah. He is so mad when I bring that up. He's like, you're not the boss of me. I'm like, no, I am no, literally the yeah. boss of you're you. like, who is if it's not me? It, I, it is my job to tell you what to do. Yep. And, and it's your job to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, forever. Forever. Yeah. Until one or both of us die. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Yesterday sucked. That's I would have been like, I'm throwing this house away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I put them to bed and then I just had to like <laughs> frantically uh, clean. clean. Yeah. It did suck. Hello, it's Amanda, and our sponsor today is Birchbox, which I am very excited about. If you listen to the show, you know that I love all things makeup and beauty, but you also know that I'm a mom and I don't have time to do what I would love to do, which is to take all the time in the world going up and down all the aisles of every single makeup store that I can going through each and every product. So our sponsor today, Birchbox, makes that easier for me. What it is is you go online, you fill out a customized profile saying like what you like, what you don't like, what your skin type like, then they send you a box for $15 a month filled with new samples and new products that you may never have known about. Not only that, but yes, I said samples, but they're not. They're travel size. So it's not like the little tiny samples you might get if you go into the store and you say, can I try a sample size of this? They're travel size. So you actually get a feel for what the products are so that you can say like, okay, I tried this for a week. And it was amazing. So now I want to get the full-size product. All you have to do is go to birchbox.com and they work with over 500 different prestigious brands that offer something for every hair type, every skin concern, and every lifestyle. So fill out your personal profile and they'll send you products curated just for you. It's pretty awesome and it makes it so much easier for you to try new things. It's also kind of like a little gift every month. So head to birchbox.com slash WMD to get started with Birchbox and get $5 off when you use promo code WMD. So that's promo code WMD at birchbox.com slash WMD for $5 off your first Birchbox. Birchbox.com slash WMD. I love Care Of. Oh, what is Care Of? Their subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized for your specific health needs, and they send them right to your door. How do they know what your specific health needs are? Well, you just fill out a cute little quiz. It's real It's real fast and yeah. easy, it's and it's online. actually kind of fun. It's right there, yeah. Yeah, and they Great. just ask you kind of like, what are your health goals? What do you what do you want to improve? How much sleep are you getting? Yeah. yeah. Are are you doing a lot of exercise these days? Yeah, are you feeling down these days? Yeah. So they're going to ask you a lot of different questions and then they're going to give you a personalized vitamin and supplement plan just for you and yeah. they're going to send it to you every month as long as you want it and if you don't want it Say, stop sending it. It's so easy, so convenient. It comes right to your door, and it's exactly what you need based on what you what you say you need. Yeah, with summer approaching, you can make your health and wellness a priority again. The other thing, too, is that Care-of makes sure that whatever you're putting into your body comes from the best sources, backed by honest guidance and transparency, available all to you on their website. And the thing that I like most about it is that it's really convenient. I don't have to go to the store and look at all these aisles and have no idea what I need and how much. Um, they they figure out for me, based on the answers I give in this quiz, uh, what 
is going to serve me best, what's going to give me an upgrade in my healthy lifestyle. So they all, and the, the other thing too is they come in these little packets mm-hmm. and now the packets are compostable. So you can put them in your compost and they'll break down and it's it's even better for you to have your vitamins, but now it's also not so bad for the environment. I love it. I really do love care of. I was feeling really kind of like lethargic lately and ever since I've been taking them I can I can't yeah. you know I'm feeling a lot better and they also have a lot of cute little things these little what do they call them boosters yep they're like little pixie sticks with vitamins and all sorts of stuff in them yep. and they have one that has like caffeine and you know b vitamins and it's to help you wake up and there's another one that like if you're feeling like kind of like maybe you're going to catch something uh, like a cold or something, you can take those. I really liked those. Those were very tasty. <laughs> they really are like pixie sticks. Yeah, and they have protein like, powders too, Yep, um, which are great for you and maybe your kids. They have them all sorts of delicious flavors. So for 25% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter WMD. So for 25% off your first care of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter WMD. Heck yeah! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So what's broken you, Amanda? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Caitlin was away all weekend, so I was home alone. A silent retreat? Yeah. He he went and visited friends in uh, New Orleans. (gasps) Oh! So he had a like buddy's trip where they went and Lucky, looked at old historical houses. <gasps> you know that's I know. bonertastic for me. I know. You know. I was like, how did this happen? How did this happen? Like what? us marrying each other with you going to New Orleans and looking at houses. <laughs> I, like, I got to go to New Orleans with the bros and yeah. check out some historical yeah. houses. You were going to check yeah. out them houses, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Uh, So I watched the kids. Uh, I was here with them all weekend, and it was nice. Uh, It was interesting, though, because so I went back to work. uh, It'll be two years in October. Oh, wow. And so before that, I was home with them, and we got into such a routine. Yeah. And over the weekend, it was like riding a bike where it was like, boom, we all went back into the routine because my husband was working a lot. So he wasn't around all the time. Yeah. So it was always me with the kids doing everything. And so it was like, all right, here we go. And so we all fit right back into our schedule and our routine. And it was great and interesting. Um, it it almost felt like it was a weird, like feeling to just be like back in that space. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of on the weekends now, it just feels like, Whoa, I'm home. Okay. What are we doing? What do we have to get done? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I don't know. It just felt very like, okay, we're this is what we're going to do. We're going to do it together. I don't know. It was it was good. It was a good weekend. We played. We played Exploding Kittens, which is a fun card game. Oh, my kids like that game. Yep. Um, mm, oh, was that a cat or a child? That was a cat. I mean, that was a child. <laughs> <laughs> Exploding child. Yeah. <laughs> 
that game is not fun. Uh, less fun. No, that is the that's what my life is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they exploded. You lost. <laughs> you get to put them to bed. Um, so, uh, Kayton came back, and I went back to work on Monday. And yesterday, I came home, and Emmeline was sitting with me, and she was just like. Mom, I think that you should stop working now. Oh, no. She said, I think maybe you should be one of those moms that picks kids up from school every day. Oh, Lord. And I just, like, lost it. I started crying. I mean, like, not in a way that was, like, totally noticeable to her. But I was like, I know, but I need to use my brain. What would I do all day? You're going to be in school all day. What would I do? And she was like, you could just wait at home. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I just, like, she was so serious. She clearly doesn't understand, like, what work is. But to her, it's, she's like, I just don't see you like I used to. You're always, it's always just early in the morning or late at night. And it just felt so, it was so sad. She's like, it makes me sad. I don't get to see you. I wish that you were doing that. I think you should do that. And she was like, my one friend, Chloe, her mom, is always at school helping out. And it just was, like, all of the insecurities. Yeah. 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 I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Like, should I be, this is the tiniest time. And in like three years, they're not going to care. Should I be home? Should I be with them? Oh no. And I know that like, yes, I am a role model of like a mother who works and just like I wasn't before, Uh, you know, I was a role model who was home, who also sort of worked too and did part-time stuff. But, um, it's just hard yeah. when they verbalize it, you know, because like, you have that fear. But when they actually verbalize it and look at you and tell you, I'm sad about this and I would like to see you more and have you pick me up from school and be more present. Because all last year I struggled with the work-life balance. And school was the thing that I think caught the short end of the stick because I kept forgetting about things. Like it was like there's a school party and I was like, oh, no, it's yeah. Yeah. you know. And I'd be like, go easy, you're learning. But it was a clear... Nope, you got to put more in on this side. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So oh. it just it broke me. Yeah. Because it just was like, yeah, like I can't quit my job. But in that moment, I was like, I quit. I'm done. I'm home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also remember being home and being severely depressed and isolated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because all I did was hang out with children all day. Yeah. And drive them places. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. and I was like I can't do this anymore. Like I remember I'll never forget sitting in front of the karate studio where they didn't have seats for anyone so we had to sit outside on a busy street and I had the girls and they were four, three and wild. They would just yeah. scream and jump around and yeah. I had to listen to let it go on repeat. Mm-hmm. And I just remember mm-hmm. sitting in the car and staring straight out and having let it go <laughs> like blaring just to keep them from crying and just sitting there thinking like, what the hell happened to me? Like I just was lost, you know, and my kids in there doing karate. He doesn't want to do it. You know, it's like, yeah, I was like, Oh, I, this isn't right. You know, but I forget about that when I get, when she says, you know, you should pick me up from school, but there are moments when you can pick them up from school that are really nice. Like I do miss going and picking them up. Yeah. Me too. And being there. Me too. It's tough. So I, you know, I'm just going to see what I can do to pick them up more. Maybe do little times where I can pick her up or, I don't know, volunteer to be a, not a class parent. Oh, no. I am not a class parent. No. Um, class parents, uh, it's like the. No, yeah, my, my sister-in-law no. is one. But yeah. she also like works and it was, and she was, 
she couldn't help but volunteer to do it. And then she was like pulling her hair out. Yeah. And then, cause she works part time. And yeah. And, it's hard. Yeah. There are people who are class parents and I love them. Yeah. Because yeah. they are class parents. And yeah. they are on it. I am yeah. a donator. Yeah. So yeah. I can, I throw money at the class parent yeah. and say, I appreciate you. You yeah. do it. Thank you so you do you. You yeah, do yeah. whatever you want with that yeah. $20. All the flowers, yeah. you know, like, but. Yeah. I, I, so I'll just have to find something to do so she feels like I'm part of her experience at school. And then, yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. Cause it makes you feel like a failure. Right. Yeah. Cause she's saying you're not here enough. Right. But then I'm at work and I can't get my work done enough. Right. It's just, it's like, what is Always wrong? Feeling like you're, it's no matter what you do, you feel a little like you're not, uh, no matter what you do, you feel like you're doing something wrong or i i mean yeah there's no doing this for four months but i feel constantly like no matter that was like the overwhelming feeling for me especially in like the first couple weeks and months i mean and still but the thing it was like crippling me at first was i was like everything i do i feel like i'm doing something wrong or someone would tell me that this is wrong as you're like figuring out a newborn too where everything i'm just like what why is she crying? I don't know. Try this. Try that. And like, it seems to be working, but I think I've read somewhere that this is actually wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, yeah. It, no matter. Yeah. It's, That's self-doubt. Yeah. It's yeah. a mind fuck. Right. But like the, the, I just started working again, but I'm working from home. But so we, I have a, um, like a part-time nanny who comes so that we can get work done, but we're also home which is really nice, but also weird because like those like boundaries get blurred. And yeah. she's so young still, but she just started the other day. I like our, our nanny Janet sort of brought her into the I was in the kitchen and she kind of walked in the room. She was like, I think she she got upset because you left the room. Oh, and I was like, what? That's new. Like mm. she realizes when I leave the room and she's like, yeah, she got kind of upset. I think she just like wants you to hold her. And I was like fuck yeah (laughs) no (laughs) no oh no like it's started like you know like we only got four months where i could like i'm just sort of like i she's recognizes me but like now it's like now she recognizes me leaving yeah the room and leaving her and it's just like shit man because yeah i i'm you know, I'm working from home now, but I'm going back to my writing job in September. And, you know, yeah, I'm go- I'm planning to work. I will. I that's always been the plan. We can't afford for no. me to stay yeah. home. It's like it's just what I'm going to do. But I was raised but my mom worked full time growing up. And I do remember I had like those friends whose moms were mm-hmm. stay at home moms and like class moms and feeling jealous of them. Mm-hmm. But I also do remember even as young at, as kindergarten feeling pride that my mom worked like mm-hmm. i understood like my mom works that's why she can't be here mm-hmm. you know and i feel yeah. and like feeling like a pride about that and i she would though make an effort to like be the chaperone on a field trip yeah you know probably just once maybe twice a year but and it was like so exciting it was like special and cool for so i remember those really well but it's so i don't know i think that's your kids helpful. do understand yeah. that you know, I'm sure my mom also probably explained me like mommy works. You know, she probably like drilled it into my head too. Yeah. But um, I do remember feeling like, uh, yeah, just feeling like a sense of sort of like pride or like, yeah, my mom works. Like I don't, that's just what it is. But yeah, yeah. It, but yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, it is. It sucks. Yeah, I see those moms at like school functions who are 
so involved and yeah, I feel like uh, kind of jealous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I wish that I was doing that. You know, it's funny cause I was those moms. I was those moms. Yeah. I was it's one hard of them. when you like change yeah. that identity. I mean, know? I was totally part of the like stay at home mom crew and we would be like, okay, let's go have dinner together with the other moms and the kids or meet you at this place and we'll go here cause you only survive through your other friends cause yeah. otherwise you're, yeah. Mm-mm. yeah. But so, uh, but I also remember the working moms coming to pick up sometimes and it was, there was like a, on the other side of it, it was like, Oh, you get to have it all. Uh, That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like I remember being like, "You get You've to have been it all out in the world. You get to have your kids and the family, but you also get your own life and identity, right?" <laughs> yeah. And so I just remember seeing that and thinking, because at the time it felt just so all encompassing to be mom that you lose sight of that, and so it would be like glimpse, like a little glimmer of. Oh, see, that person's working. Wow, look at her outfit. That's like a real outfit. Right, yeah. She's, she's not wearing... just wearing schlubby pants yeah. and a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing pants. Yeah. She's in clothes, like real clothes. Yeah. Like she doesn't have to... People don't know she's a mom unless she tells them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I think when I went back to work, where I was like, I'm going to get really nice clothes. Yeah. And I'm going to wear them. Yesterday, we're all white. And somebody was like, wow, you're brave. And I'm like, no, I'm not home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as I get home, I'm changing this outfit yeah. because it will be destroyed. <laughs> in it might change in front of my house before I even set foot in the house. Oh, that reminds me of tonight when I left to come mm-hmm. here. Ajax, my seven-year-old, was in the shower. He was taking a shower and he was very up. I was like, bye, I love you. And he's like, oh, why? And he like came out of the shower. and was like, mama, like, you have to give me a kiss. And he's like dripping wet and he gave me a kiss. And then as I was like going downstairs to put on my shoes... I heard him saying, like, I want to give mama a hug. And Ari was like, you're, you're soaking wet. Like, you're, <laughs> you, you're, you're going to get mama all wet. Like, and he was like, oh, I need to give her a hug. And I felt so bad because I was already running late. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> the guilt. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel bad because I'm always, like, I'll get dressed to go out somewhere to do, you know, work yeah. or a show or. Yeah. And uh, and someone with you know Nutella all over their face wants to Snuggle bury sick. their head in my yeah. shirt. Always, always. Oh God, you know, I'm like dreading. All, I mean, just hearing she just started crying, having tears when she cries, oh. and that like gutted Don and I. We're like, oh my God, like it's so. Oh. And just when she can like call for me by name, uh-huh. I'm gonna die. Like oh, she, when she's not saying it yet. No, she's not talking right, yet at right. all. Yeah, she's. <laughs> She's just like making babbling sounds at this point, but when she can like, yeah, or express her thoughts and her sadness, when she's oh like, my, Please, I'm so sad. I would like it. For, I'm very sad. I want you to stay home. I'll be like, uh, oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I definitely remember hiding my mom's punch. keys. Mm. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Hide your mom's keys? I didn't, oh, but I probably like, just didn't think leave. of it. Oh. <laughs> they drag their feet. So Emmeline especially will drag her feet to get dressed in the morning. And I'm guessing it's like her way of being like, I don't want to go because I'm here with you guys. I bet. I bet there's that there. Laura, what has broken you? Oh, nothing. It's been really easy. I'm having a good time. I I haven't cried. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. You um, lucked out. You yeah. got that nice baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes <laughs> it all good. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, my hu- I was saying my husband Don, who's on this. That's right, Don Finelli yeah. was probably on, uh, probably in the most recent episode. Yeah, yeah he stole our most epic story. So <laughs> go listen to that. It's um, amazing. Yeah, it's all about all helicopters and a felon on the loose. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and a wailing baby who, in retrospect, I think had a fever from her first round of vaccines. Oh. We think maybe. Um, she got her second round of vaccines yesterday and we were like bracing our, first of all, she is in the 99th percentile for size. Nice. She's the size of, she's four months. She's the size of a seven month old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just huge, huge head. Like I think half of her weight is her head. Um, <laughs> your husband is tall. Yeah. I'm sure I'm five, five. Yeah. You're not, I'm not. And she, when she came out, she was like very, she was like seven pounds, seven ounces. She was like very average size. And then she just exploded at some point. She's just oh, huge. Exploding yeah, babies. She's exploding exploding baby. kids. There she is. That yeah. Came. I have one. Um, but yeah, she, so she got her next round of shots and she didn't cry. And I think it's because her thighs are so fat. <laughs> that it didn't hurt. We were like, brace her, here we go. Cause the first round she like lost her yeah. mind. And if she is a little bit tired or a little bit hungry, she loses her mind. Um, Same. But shots in each thigh, fine. Didn't like <laughs> not even a whimper. She just kind of like had a confused look on her face. We were like, here we go. And then we're like, oh. <laughs> I love it. It's like kind of almost troubling. Where I was like, "Why aren't you crying?" Yeah, yeah. This is the time to you cry. flick her in the yeah. face. Can like, you what feel are you that? Doing? <laughs> um, yeah, like she started doing this thing around six weeks where she'd just be lying there contentedly, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, and we just look, and she'd be red in the face, and her little fist shaking, and she's just sucking in air, sucking in <gasps> air, and then just. Ah, like this scream like she like we every time we've checked for a broken bone because she's screaming as if she just somehow lying there broke a bone like i i can't imagine her how she would could cry any harder and we've we were like what is that like did something startle her like yeah. every single time it's a happened ghost? a ghost yeah, poke like, truly we're like what is this and I, I'm of course on a text chain with other moms who have like little babies too. And they're like, my kid does that too. And it's usually when he's tired and we realize it's always like within an uh, hour of bedtime. So I was like, so you're just tired. That's it. <laughs> you're tired. And you just decide like you on a dime. were like, I'm really tired. Like that's it. Is so, it the witching hour? It is, but she didn't really have, but like, that's like fussiness. This is like, and she'll be calm. We can calm out. her down pretty quickly, but it is, it's scary. Like it, we'll be like shaking because we really think, Jeez. yeah, we're like something's wrong. Yeah, we think like something's really wrong. <laughs> she's she's fine. <laughs> she's just starting to get tired. <laughs> like that's it. Um, oh but yeah, God. shots are fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's very like our 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 nanny Janet, who's she's wonderful and has been been babysitting kids for like. 25 years was kind of talking about previous kids she's sat for and she usually stops working for the families when they the kids start preschool and you know some kids she worries about aren't ready and still need her and she was getting kind of emotional it was very sweet and she was like but your kids will be fine like she's very she's already i can tell like she's gonna be fine by the time she goes to school because she's like opinionated at four months i'm like great (laughs) she's like she tells you what she wants and what she doesn't want i was like it's true but i thought that was like like i have nothing to compare it to so anything i'm just like this is something babies do she's like "Mm -mm." 
this is something your baby does. Aww. I was like, shit. <laughs> I'm not, right? Great. I want that like is... a strong, opinionated woman and a yeah. child, but like, do I? Like, That's I the weird thing about your firstborn yeah. is that you just assume you everything they do yeah. is what babies do. Yeah. The only read, like, it took us a while to realize that she's giant until we, like, took her out somewhere. <laughs> and there was another baby at, we took her to a, a brewery. Um, so there was, luckily, another baby at this bar. Great. Breweries are, like, very acceptable to bring babies to, at least in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, open air. Well, and um, they're, like, making things. Yeah, it's, a cra- it's a craft. They're it's learning a craft. a craft. They're learning a craft. But there was a baby there that we assumed was half her age because the baby was half her size. But it was actually twice her age. <gasps> and she's just really huge so we were like oh Whoa. maybe we have a giant baby like we were like their their kid was six months and she was three months at the time they're like how old and i was like she's three months and the other mom went three months like, <laughs> <laughs> i was like how old's your kid she was like six months and i think he was small anyway i was just like oh, my, <laughs> <laughs> my, my baby's a giant um but uh yeah amazing but yeah i mean that when i was just thinking of stuff to talk about i mean you know she's so young still there it's just i'm still i feel like i'm just coming out of newborn land and like the fourth trimester and that the first six weeks i was like i'm not enjoying this (laughs) i don't like this i love her Mm -hmm. and she's so cute and i love her but it felt like such a like anxious love. Like I couldn't enjoy myself. I couldn't enjoy her. And mm-hmm. it was, I feel like the hardest, well, my hormones are crashing and I'm yes. kind of an anxious yeah. person anyway. And I definitely think in retrospect, I might've had some, like it was definitely tipping into like postpartum anxiety mm-hmm. world, I think. But breastfeeding was, woo, I did not expect it to be like I'd heard breastfeeding is really hard and can be hard, you know, get, I was like lining up lactation consultants beforehand. I was like, I heard breastfeeding's hard. So I'm going to try to, I was like, I, but it's I always felt, like very vague. Yeah. I was like, I didn't understand what that meant. I yeah. just heard it was, can be hard. And yeah. then, and then like in the hospital trying to have her like latch for the first time and this like tiny, hard little mouth. And I was to my nipple, which has never been mashed before to death. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this hurts a lot. And I was like, Oh, it's hard because it's excruciatingly painful. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the human species has existed despite the fact that she had to be taught how to latch i was like giraffes fall out and get up and walk yeah (laughs) what the hell like and you can't figure this and i can't figure out how to show you like i need i had like 4500 lactate like there were some in the hospital i heard like three different lactation consultants to try to there was nothing wrong she wasn't tongue-tied like she was latching okay it was just so painful yeah i was like having cracking and bleeding and so then she wasn't getting enough food because I would end, I would end, I'd be like, I think she's full, you know, like, get off me. You yeah. Know, like, ow, ow, you know, okay, I think she's done. And then, you know, Ugh. you know, the, the feedings would take forever. And then I'd finally be like, okay, we're done. And then she'd be hungry again, like yeah. 30 minutes yeah. later. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, no, like my, my husband would come and be like, I think she's hungry. And I'd be like, fuck you, you're yeah. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, I'd be like, no, she's not. And he's like, she is, like she's rooting and crying. And I'm like, she's not hungry. 
She can't possibly be hungry because she just fed for like four hours straight. And I've only had like a 30 minute break. So there's no oh way she's hungry. God. And he's like, mm, she's hungry. I um, remember that. Yeah. Do you remember that, Amanda? And, and it felt like PTSD. Yeah. And it like feels like an accusation almost uh-huh. where it's like oh. you didn't feed her enough. But it's of course not how he means it. But that's no, how. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Laura, right yeah. now I'm sitting in a rocking chair and I'm my now eight-year-old is latching and I'm shuddering yes. with pain. Yes. I, I got to a point where then I'd have to just like brace for the initial yep. latch and then it'd be okay. Yeah. That was, it, we kind of, it took a while to achieve that level. But so basically I, I, but I was always very much like, I will breastfeed. Like it was important to me to breastfeed and I don't know why it was so important. Like I... I also think formula is fine. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I wanted to give her breast milk. I think there's benefits to it, but it was, I think, and it still is cause I'm still, well now I'm like mostly pumping. Cause that's sort of what had, had to happen was, I, I guess it was just like, I, I was so determined to do this. I feel like I've just never failed so hard at something mm. I tried so hard to do. Mm-hmm. And it felt like everyone else was able to do it which I know is not true, mm-hmm. but it really felt that way. So yes. I was thinking like, so I went to a breastfeeding support group that was like kind of like a mommy and me, but yeah. it was like labeled specifically like a breastfeeding support group for new moms for like, I think specifically for moms with like 12 week and younger babies. So I think, I think Joni was like six weeks old and you know, I hadn't like got taken her out of the house like solo that many times. So it was such an ordeal to like Mm -hmm. pack up the diaper bag and just even think of what I need and like get her in the car seat, get her in the car to like drive with her alone in the back seat and me alone in the front seat. And we get to this place. And of course she's had a massive shit blowout in the car. She's only ever (laughs) shat in the car twice. And it was both times I was like alone, like taking her (laughs) somewhere alone. So, and I'd put her in like a little cute outfit because I'm going somewhere. There's going to be other babies. We have to look good. We have to look nice. She's just covered in shit. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I was like, I don't know what to do. I didn't even know how to enter the, pl- even if she hadn't shit herself, I was like, do I leave her in the car seat and carry the car seat? Do I bring a wrap? Do I bring a stroller? Will there be, there, there be a place for a stroller? Like in retrospect, of course, there's, like if this place exists for babies. Like I could have just right. come in. <laughs> any way I want but I was like okay I'm gonna do the solid like do I do the ergo carrier do I do yeah. like you know what do I, like how do I even get my baby from car to support group oh my god was just like I don't need like I'm so, so out new. of your yeah. mind in yeah. those early days pumping yeah. gas I remember pumping gas the first time I was like oh no I get out of the car and I leave the baby in there in the car yeah I don't know why okay? and it's off oh god yeah. like yeah if the right but that feels crazy yeah, at you're first like, uh, like yeah, yeah. It's so crazy to think about. Like you're like, it's just pumping gas. Oh no, it's like I can see them, but I, that I I think I would also be like that. No, someone has to stay in the car with her. It's like no, you don't. But and then you what if you had that? to pay yeah. in the in the? And remember how you used yeah. to have to pay inside? Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Well, now you'll get. Well, but our parents would have just let yeah. us. They would have been like, yeah. "Get locked to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have a cigarette <laughs> to chew they want on. You, they'll take you for the gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I'd been like, you know struggling so much i'd had like clogged ducts where oh, i had yeah. a whole day devoted to just trying to unclog like just rock hard masses in my boobs and i was so afraid of it becoming mastitis and i was losing my mind i was like you know texting lactation consultant like what do i do and she was like 
fill a cup with fill a bowl with warm water and Epsom salts and dip your breasts in them and massage. And she gave me like this schedule all day of like massaging and feeding and pumping and dipping my boob in a bowl, which I was like, why don't I just get in a bathtub and take an Epsom bath, which will be much nicer than dipping my boob in a bowl <laughs> and trying to like squeeze. I was like, I have tiny boobs. I'm like, I can't even it's like really dip assuming a, boob a lot in a about bowl. one's yeah. boob. I was like, mine's not, I don't have a dippable breast. It's like, I just need to submerge. So I'd lie in like five inches of water on one side and just squeeze my boob in Epsom salts and then like rinse it off because the baby won't like the saltiness and then and then finally and then and then I was like I mean it was all day and I was like the masses are somehow getting harder I was like it is not working and I was like I'm gonna get mastitis like I'm fuck you know and then finally she was like you can also try this and sent me a link from like kellymom.com or whatever and was like it was called the dangle feed (laughs) Oh, right. So where the baby's lying down Mm -hmm. and you literally crouch over them like an animal and dangle your breast into their mouth and the sucking and the gravity will pull the mass out. And that is what worked. Yeah. So I have my mom was my mom was still she was it was in the first three weeks. My mom was still there and. So my mom has photos of me just crouched over photos. my. Ke- oh yeah, I was like, take a photo. I was like, this is. Re- I was like, this is nuts. So I've just literally like crouched. She's she's on like a co sleeper thing on our couch, and I'm just like on all fours, like crouched over her to dip my small breast again, like very small. So I have to like I'm I'm just kind of planking almost, so I don't crush my baby. And I'm like, here's a boob. I'm and she's just like. <laughs> Opening her mouth like, what is this? But it it worked. So that is awesome. And it was like actually one of the more successful latches and like breastfeeding sessions we had had. And so I was, was like, does this is this our position? Because yeah. there was so much like you know the sideline position, the football position, that you know all of them hurt and like. So anyway, the so dangle. the dangle, it's it worked. It, it saved so my glamorous. life. It was it was hot. Um, so but so anyway, just plank. So I just now. had to plank over yeah. her, and so anyway, so I'm going to this <clears throat> breastfeeding support oh, group right. because like breastfeeding just wasn't working. Very early on, I had to stop for a week to let my my nipples heal because they were bleeding, and so you know I was advised like just pump for a while, like it needs to just heal. So we kind of got into this routine of pumping, which was nice because it didn't hurt, uh, and it was nice that someone else could feed her. But pumping's like a pain in the fucking ass, yeah. you know? So You're being milked by a robot. Yeah, you're being milked you, by a robot. And then at the end of it, like, mm-hmm. your kid still needs to be fed. So it's, like, kind of this extra step. And cleaning all the parts is a pain mm-hmm. in the ass. And so, but then because of that, she got bottles very early. And then was starting to prefer the bottles, even though we did the slow-flow nipples and blah, blah, blah. Like, she still, she was, she would breastfeed for, like, a little bit and then start crying and get frustrated because it wasn't oh, coming shit. as fast as she wanted. This happened with my third. Yeah. Kid. And so I was just, so it was just kind of like you figure it out and then a new yep. problem. So I mm-hmm. went to this breastfeeding support group and I was just like, at least I can be in a room with other women who are also struggling. I show up, I'm like uh, holding my shit covered baby, which I put her in a Catan wrap to walk the, 20 feet from the car and I'm like I need to change her she's covered in poop so so now so <laughs> now is this wrap in... yeah yeah 
because I was like, oh, I don't want to leave her in the car seat, even though it already had poop in it. I was like, because then she's going to poop in the car seat and I don't know how to wash that. So at least I can wash this wrap and I can wash my shirt and I can wash all of this. So then she's covered in shit. So we have to like go change her and then we're late. We come, I sit down. It kind of already started. Now I just want to say like this was a really great support group. It's run by a lactation consultant. Like it's great it's a great and it's like free at first and i think after that it's like 15 bucks or something it's like a lot of these mom classes were like create a community blah 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 it's like four hundred dollars or yep. and then it's like 12 weeks and i'm like i can't commit to 12 weeks of anything like, I'm not, <laughs> i so, don't understand why everything isn't just like a drop, this was in, a drop class. in yeah so drop i was in like it's the best yeah and so i was like excited to go so we you know everyone's like sitting on floors and there's like boppies everywhere and she's like there's a bouncy ball if anyone needs it and it was nice at first and so i'm like okay we're gonna all talk about our breastfeeding issues right and i realized like everyone's sitting in a circle like breast happily breastfeeding their kid Uh and it's sort of it's sort of like led by people bring up what they want to bring up and sort of bring up whatever issues or questions they have or whatever yeah and or what i assume everyone's everyone's like yeah no we're good with breastfeeding we're fine i'm like hmm and I was the only asshole who, like, at some point she needed, she got hungry, so I started to breastfeed her like everyone else. And then she, after, like, a few seconds, she starts crying and lets off, and I have to, like, whip out the bottle I have to bring with me and give her the bottle. And, again, no one cares. No one's judging me, but I just felt like such a failure. Yeah, I finally had to be like, so she doesn't like breastfeeding lasts for like two seconds and then she like gives up and I have to give her a bottle and it's really frustrating. And, you know, the lactation consultant was like, well, you know, it's probably the nipple. She, you know, the, she prefers the bottle. And she was like, there's these things you can get that look like little IV bags with like a little tube that you can attach to your nipple. That'll give you, it'll like give you more milk. So when they're, when they're breastfeeding, it sort of gives them more milks than they prefer. I was like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not doing that. No, I was just like, that's what I have to like now. Like I've already done so much. I've already dangled. I've already like, I've just, I've already like paid all the lactation consultants. I don't want to buy some IV type thing. Another thing to watch. Another thing. And I was just so like, God damn. And we, um, yeah, like I, so we kind of, it just wasn't working and I was trying so hard and I feel like, and we finally got to a place where it wasn't hurting anymore. And it was actually like kind of nice to breastfeed, even though I would always have to finish her off with a bottle. So mm-hmm. then I would always, I'd usually have to like feed her, give her some of a bottle and then pump, which was, so I was like, my life was just oh, like oh being God. a milk producer. Yeah. And oh. yeah, like I just left that, I left that support group feeling horrible oh. and it wasn't and like again, alone yeah yeah and it was not because of them it was because of me like right. it was no one said anything judgmental the whole point was and other people were bringing up like very vulnerable stuff like i don't you know i'm struggling with this and that it was like everyone had their shit the lactation consultant running it was like totally non-judgmental it was like it was great but i like i never went back i i just left and i was like i felt bad and i was like they're all oops sorry i hit the mic they are all successfully breastfeeding in this breastfeeding right. support group. And I'm the only one who, for some reason, like my, I can't get my kid to do this thing that is natural. Right. You know, or supposed to be natural or like, you know. And so finally, like things got a little better and it wasn't hurting anymore. And then she just went on like a nursing strike. And this mm-hmm. is at like, uh. this is at like eight weeks where she wouldn't latch it. She would like, I would 
present the boob and she would look at it and scream. <gasps> like the sight of my breasts would upset her. Oh my God. Which then, which was just like insulting yeah. and devastating. It's I was rejection. like, it fine. Yeah, it was just. And I'd read it's like about, you worked hard for a, like a meal yeah. and you're like, here's the meal. Yeah, they're like, I don't want it. You're like, shitty. except it's you. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, and I was just like, but it finally doesn't hurt. We finally got to a place where it was like kind of nice. And we had a routine where I'd yeah. usually breastfeed her in the morning and it was nice. And then maybe pump for the rest of the day and give her bottles and her dad would feed her. And, and maybe like at night one more time. And it was sort of like, maybe we had like a week where it was like, okay, we're clicking along and we've got our, we've got our system and this is nice and it doesn't yeah. hurt. And I finally had this like bonding experience and we did it. And then she was just like, no, I don't want this at all. And I was looking it up online and it's apparently a thing. And they were like, you have to coax the baby back to the breast. And she somehow developed a negative association. And maybe you just have to do constant, like naked, like, uh, not tummy time, the oh, skin, skin, to skin to skin, uh, all this stuff, don't force it, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... So much pressure. So much stuff. Why is this happening? Like, what? why? Why? And so it just... It it's just breastfeeding just has not worked out the way I wanted it to. And so mm-hmm. at this point I'm like mostly pump. I like yeah. sometimes breastfeed in the morning, she'll maybe do one boot five minutes and then that's it. That's all we all get. Right. And it's like, all right, I guess that's the best. But I I feel like I had to go through a grieving period. Mm-hmm. And I was just so especially that first time where she just was like screaming at the sight of my boob. I was yeah. like I had to grieve and I feel like my husband didn't full. He was like, it's no, a bummer, but yeah, he's like, it's a bummer, but well, you know, she's still getting breast milk. So it's all, it's all good yeah. in the hood. Right. Why are you so, you know, like yeah. kind of not like, why are you so upset? But sort of like, why are you so upset? They don't get it. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, it's, but even I didn't understand quite why I was so devastated. Cause I also like kind of hate breastfeeding too. Like, that's the thing. I've never worked so hard to try to do something that I don't even think I really like to do that much. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe it's just my ego. I don't want to fail. Oh, maybe man. that's what 90% of what it is. Too. Yeah. You're trying to do what you think is best yeah. and you're trying to figure out what that is. Yeah. And all of society is telling you this is this, yeah. and that, be that and do yes. this. Um, and it's one of the few. So when I have, when I hear about births, I always say, I say this to new parents, and I know it's an advice-free zone, but I always say it. I say birth is the first lesson in being a parent. Yeah. Because you prepare. Yeah. But then and it's it going to be what it's going to yeah. be. And yep. you just care about getting that kid here as healthy as possible. Yeah. And right. your idea of what that is goes out the window. Yeah. Um, and so the same thing with breastfeeding. It's the next step where... Yeah. And there, there is a tether there, right? Like, yeah. And so when that, then when that changes... Mm-hmm. It's a feeling that really resounds with the with the mom because it's like the it's the next step in moving forward in yeah. in your parenting yeah. and in your relationship and yeah. so it's it is a grieving process it is. and they don't understand and it no. is like severing that tether a mm-hmm. little bit mm-hmm. it is because your body is still working mm-hmm. for yeah. them it's still connected yep. to her directly like there's a direct you're, line from you're still creating yes. life actively yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's. Yeah, it's like I, it's because I am mostly pumping and it's like, I'm just sort of, I'm like on a routine now and it's okay, but it's a pain in the ass and just all the washing little parts. And I, I did like a short two week writing job. So I was pumping at this job for, again, it was only two weeks, but Mm. holy shit, it was such a fucking pain in the ass. And it was at this 
company that's like a real proper company. They like had a lactation room. Oh, wow. So it was like pretty much best case scenario other than having like my own private office or something. And it was still like, it sucked. Like yeah. it just was so sometimes that it was a really far commute. So I would have to like pump in the car sometimes like one way. It was just such a pain in the ass. And yeah. I was like, you know, when I'm going back full time in September, I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but I, it's okay to stop. To, to yeah. Stop. But I have such mixed feelings. Like hang I can't it up. wait. I cannot wait to wean. I can't wait to be able to like eat and drink whatever i want uh-huh. and just like have my body back yeah but i am it's i'm gonna be so sad like the thought yeah. also makes me really sad yeah you my, know my first two kids i nursed both of them each uh until they were a year old yeah and then they kind of weaned themselves yeah but my third baby it was a very similar experience um and at f- i think about five months i like hung it up yeah i was done yeah and I think because he was my third, I was able to right, you're like, you'll get be through yeah. that because yeah. I was like, well, I, I've been there and I've yeah. done that. Yeah. I've had that experience. Yeah. And like I'm at peace with hanging, hanging it up yeah. and moving along. But um, but yeah, like the there was still like a little bit of a grieving process yeah. because the thing that one of the things I loved best about uh, nursing was that it was like you had a superpower because mm-hmm. it was like whatever the problem was, you, you could, could just solve it, it yeah. with your boob. Yeah. If, if yeah. they take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? If they take it. Right. If, exactly. Now so, it's real iffy. So like, it was like he robbed me of my superpower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, and now, which was part of my frustration where I was like, now every time we go anywhere, I have to pack a bottle and yeah. like sometimes pump stuff like because I can't, I have the milk with me mm-hmm. at all times, but she... I can't guarantee that she'll take it. Yeah. So now I need like a giant contraption with me. Like we're, we're flying for the first time with her soon. And I'm like, so I guess I have to pack my pump, I guess, or I guess I can get a hand pump or something But I'm like, I'm like, like, God, it'd be really nice if you would just fucking breastfeed. I know, but But in your purse, you bring a hand pump for when you need it. No, I'll pack my pump for sure. But I'm just thinking like on the plane. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, you got a hooter hider. I, a hooter hider. uh, You got a, a shirt. The way you said that is so funny. <laughs> you you got a hooter header. It's like a oh, weird little shirt. apron. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm no. about. Shirt. Oh, I mean, I, I, she probably won't breast. Like, she'll, like, only breastfeed in the morning. Oh. Again, my kid Oh, no, is- I mean, I used to use my hooter hider for Pumping. pumping. Oh yeah, maybe I'll do that. But then like I, I would to, like, sit in the teacher's just, lounge at UCB and like pump yeah. with a hooter hider. Yeah. That's what probably what I'll do. But but then like you have to pack the pump and that takes uh. up like a lot of precious you know carry on real estate. That right. I also need to bring like all her shit, uh, like her four thousand diapers or whatever. Welcome to parents. Yeah, I'm just like, what do I like? Just drink them from my boobs, please. Like <laughs> just for like for my sake. You're making this much harder for me. <laughs> um, if you would just breastfeed, right? If kids could really just make my do what we want, do what we do. want them to do. Like Rex, just behave at camp. Yeah, kids, go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep and don't scream. The number of things—it's not they, that hard. I don't under like, she, and when she's really tired, she cries and screams and gets more awake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that's the you're tired. Go to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah. Why is why are we as a species? Why are we the dominant species? Like I know. Why yeah. did we get here? Because right. we as when we're little and the most vulnerable, we're so stupid 
And we do, we are, we do the opposite of what just should be, I think, instinct in every other species is just instinct and they don't need to learn how to, like, I, we're, we're training our baby to sleep. It's so they should just sleep. Because <laughs> it's, it's crucial to our survival. You should just sleep. Why do I need to train you how to sleep? 100 Why do I have to teach you how to drink from a boob? Well, again, welcome to parenthood. You have to teach people insane shit. Yeah. Like, don't shit on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, see, that's at least animal. You know, that's like you can see cave kids, like, you know, they're shitting on floors and stuff, and right? it's fine. But I'm like, were parents, like, doing the sleep wave in, like, caves? No. Like... And what, were kids crying through the night and then like mastodons coming and eating them? Like, I don't know. I mean, like, what, how this, how'd we get here? Laura, <laughs> we have to wrap up the show because I have to go do an improv show now. Uh, Teacher's Lounge at UCB Sunset. Ooh, check it out. Uh, a couple times a month, uh, 10.30 p.m. Tuesdays. <laughs> Come check it out. Um, but Laura, uh, where can people uh, find you and see your work and follow you? Ooh. Is there anything you'd like to promote? Well, I have a book. It's called I Am Bride. It's a satirical wedding guide book. It's like a, a step-by-step guide to plan, planning your wedding written from the voice of a fictional um, psychotic wedding planner. Beautiful. Yeah. Who, um, who should buy that? People who are get, about pe- to get married? People are or? about to get married. People with friends who are about to get married. Lovely. It's just... So if you know someone who's about to get yeah, married, it's buy... A great, Gift. I am. <laughs> I am bride. I am bride. It's on by Amazon. Laura wherever you, you want to, wherever you get books, mm-hmm. um, which is probably the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Laura underscore Wilcox with two L's. <laughs> uh, I wanted that handle. I I wanted the underscore. Okay. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> no I judgment. No yeah, judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I'm on Twitter, but you know, I'm, I'm I mean, not that doing place much. Is yeah, it's bad. Um, hey, if you like the show, please subscribe. And you know, it's a free show, so a way that you can pay us is to rate it and review it. Yep. And if you like it, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. especially tell your mom group. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show and on Instagram at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We have a great Facebook group, That's Why right. Mommy Drinks. That's right. It's a whole community of listeners. It's super fun. It's super supportive. Also, send us your parenting nightmares. Send us your shit shows. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a message on our hotline. Uh, copy with your shit show 424-279-884 uh, Copy with your shit show 424 279 284 Copy with your shit show 424-279-884 Laura, you're doing a great job. Thank you. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Me but too. I'm trying. You're yeah. doing a great job. Yeah. You really Thanks. gave that the old college try, really and you are still in it, girl. Yeah, yep. It's uh, can't wait for her to have words to tell me I'm doing bad. She'll be like, uh, "Stop dangling me." Mom. Yeah, she's like, "No more dangling. None of my friends' moms are doing this. But this works. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> we're doing it." <laughs> Amanda, I was like, "I'm gonna get." No, you're getting all right. Yeah, you're doing a great job. There's no winning. Nope.
There's just survival. I'm surviving. Yeah. yeah. Betsy, you have great lashes. <laughs> Thanks. I um, and you're doing a great job. Thank you. I mean, you went home and cleaned after that day. Yeah. But there was really no choice. But that's, yeah. That's hero status. That still right really there. is that's hero like, status. That's like next level. Because you know I would have been like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep eating out. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, if we you all... don't do it, if you yeah. don't pay attention to it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Oh. That's how the world works for me these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, if you find yourself, you know, Comparing your house to nine eleven. <laughs> Second guessing all of your life choices or uh, planking over your newborn baby, dangling your boobs in their face. <laughs> know that you know what you are doing a great job. <laughs> My mommy drinks. Campfire.